for the good news. Our weekly look at the good news stories that remind me we're all in this together, creating a world that works for everyone and each in our own special and unique way. Thank you for being with us this evening. Please feel free to hit that like button, that share button. Feel free to uh, you know let your friends know what we're doing. Chime along, comment, and let us know what you're thinking as we go along. Yes, Wayne, we can all afford some newness in our lives. And that's part of what we're talking about here tonight on the good news is some of the new stories, the things you haven't heard of just yet. Our first story tonight, I'm pretty excited. Um, this is a startup company named Azure. Now, what they're doing is they're putting together, let's say, 3D printed homes. We've talked about those on this program. And then there's prefabricated homes. You've all seen those on the highway somewhere. And let's throw in a little bit of plastic recycling to boot. And what do we get? We get an Azure 3D printed, prefabricated, recycled home. Pretty wild stuff. Uh, the company says that the homes are 90% complete by the time they leave the factory. And they can build homes 70% faster and 30% cheaper than traditional home construction methods by using 3D printing the floor, the roof, the walls, all inside their factory. Basically, all that's left to be done is uh, connect the pieces <laughs> when connect to a foundation and uh, connect some utilities and you've got a prefabricated home. Now, back in April, Azure uh, unveiled what they called their the world's first 3D printed building with recycled plastic material. It was a small building that was intended to be an addition to an existing structure. The cost on what you're seeing there on your screen would be about $25,000 U.S., uh, generally a one bedroom, one bath would be about $40,000 us, uh, for one of these buildings, a rush of pre-orders did fill their factory. They're now a few months behind on fulfilling those orders. We'll keep you up to date as we learn more about this story as we go along But folks, you know, that's part of what we love here on the new thought media network. And part of what we're, the good news is all about is sharing these groundbreaking ideas that we might not see uh, otherwise and following stories, some of which pan out, some of which don't pan out, but we try to follow the ones and see where they had this next one feels like it's something that's okay. This is a great idea. Will it make it to Mark? Well, we'll have to see. But some researchers, some scientists have invented this ultra thin battery that is harnessing the power of the air, as well as adding sea salt and a little bit of fabric. Researchers in Singapore have shown, in Singapore, excuse me, um, have shown that having, they've developed a moisture driven battery that's made of a thin layer of fabric, sea salt, and carbon ink. Then there's a special water absorbing gel. Pretty interesting stuff, if you ask me. Now, they call these uh, MEGs or moisture driven electric, uh, moisture driven electricity generation device, or MEG for short. The idea is to be able to put this in our clothing, put this in other things where moisture and fabric. Now, we're going to have to see where this all takes us. 
but this is what I love about science is we have the opportunity today to put forward an idea and the resources to go see if it works. There's a fabulous video uh, that shows you a bit more about this. So it's a pretty technical story. So uh, we're going to make sure there's a link to this in the description of tonight's video. Please head on over to the goodnewsnetwork.org where you can find this story. You know, we find most of our stories over at the Good News Network. Again, that's goodnewsnetwork.org. They do a great job of co of collating all their stories and bringing together a whole bunch of really fun stuff. We use other uh, sources as well, and we'll tell you about those as we go along tonight. But I always like to highlight the Good News Network. Go over and give them some love, give them some attention, give them some clicks as well. And our next story, we're on a science kick tonight, folks. Segment number one, it's all about some sciences. Uh, yes, Wayne, we're driving innovation here in a big way. And our next story fills in in that as well. There's a breakthrough. Um, now, if you haven't heard of PFAS chemicals or FAS chemicals or PFAS chemicals, uh, these are what are now being called forever chemicals. And this is huge because we've been using the term forever chemicals. And the Northwestern University chemist team have done the seemingly impossible. They're using low temperatures and inexpensive common substances to develop a process that causes two major classes of the PFAS compounds to fall apart and leave behind only benign end products. They say the simple technique could potentially be a powerful solution to disposing of these PFAS uh, forever chemicals from our water supply, from our lives. See, that's the, you know, we don't like to focus on the scary part around here too much, folks. But, uh, but this is something that we have to pay attention to. These forever chemicals are exactly that. And it's great to see that there is work being done to figure out, okay, how do we take that forever away? How do we make these so they're not a forever chemical? And yes, our working consciousness uh, is absolutely vital to making that happen. And yes, putting money behind research and the, the spirit-driven, the spirit-inspired research that's out there is huge as well. I'm on a research kit tonight. So get ready. We got one more in this segment before we take a quick break. Uh, Alzheimer's memory loss reversed in mice after scientists discover a method to form new brain cells. Talk about a scientist's dream. Alzheimer's has been reversed in mice after scientists at the University of Illinois, Chicago, helped to boost the formation of new brain cells. This could all lead to new, new treatment. Uh, this is a gene therapy. Uh, these gene therapy fueled neurons in the hippocampus. A lot of brain talk here, folks. I believe I studied consciousness. I didn't study the biology of it. Uh, experiments have shown this growth pr process is impaired, particularly in the hippocampus, in patients and mice with mutations linked to, to Alzheimer's. This new study is going to change all of that. It's published in the Journal of Experimental Medicine. 
And uh, stem cell survival was enhanced by deleting a gene called BAX, for those that may know exactly what all that is. Here's the, here's the, the end result. We're showing the study is the first to show impairments in hippocampus neurogenesis play a role in the memory deficiencies associated with Alzheimer's by decreasing the availability of immature neurons for memory formation. Before neurogenesis-based therapy can be tested in humans, the team's finding in mice must be confirmed by other trials. That seems a little obvious. Uh, but it is good work and it is moving us in the right direction that there may eventually be a therapy to support the regrowth of memories, which is the primary thing that's being lost in Alzheimer's patients. Prayers up on this team. We're giving them a big kudos and wishing them all the best as well. Hey, this is the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. I want to say thank you to everybody that's being a part of what we're doing, watching what we're doing. And we've got something really cool coming up uh, in the near future. I want to take one break tonight and share a two-minute video. Please check out what we're doing. Uh, I think this is an important process, part of our process moving forward as a community. Check this out. New Thought has a money problem. You know, it's okay to talk about prosperity. It's okay to talk about abundance. It's okay to talk about overflow, but often talking about money feels taboo or it feels verboten, like do not talk about that. And I've experienced this in our New Thought communities and our centers and with our, our New thought, thought friends. And so here's my thinking, who better to have money and to have mastered a money mindset than those of us who are working to build a more equitable world using new thought spirituality, new thought technology, and all of the wonderful things that we know work. I am Reverend Cheryl McCreary, and I invite you to join me for a five-week online workshop entitled Manifest More Money. This work is intended to use spiritual practices and practical actions to help you bust through your money set point, to help you release any kind of money shame or guilt or limits or, 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 or limited thinking and boxes you put yourself in, and to really move into right relationship, divine right relationship with money. Indeed, our divine birthright is to have unlimited abundance, and that includes money. So I invite you to join me. We're going to kick everything off on Thursday, September first. All of the information is right here in the post below. Uh, the link for you to register is right here for you. And here's the really great thing. If you register using the link here at New Thought Media Network, they will receive 50% of your registration fee. It goes directly to New Thought Media Network. So I invite you to join me. Let's take this walk together. Let's blow the hinges off of our money consciousness and our money limits. And let's really get aligned with that divine source of energy that we use on this plane to uh, exchange goods and services and to create a better world. I invite you to join me. I look forward to it. And we're back with more of the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. 
I'm Reverend Robert. Thanks for being with us on this Friday evening. All right. Now, segment two just turned into a great animal story segment. Uh, new research today is pointing to the fact that dogs cry happy tears when uh, when we come home from a trip or when we've been away. Uh, now, it's been long known that deer, dogs have tear ducts, and just as in humans, those ducts are designed to flush dirt from the eyes. Uh, but now there's a study that actually links the usage or the design of those tear ducts to emotion. Professor Takafumi Kikuchi decided to investigate his poodle and, uh, and eventually linked this all to oxytocin. Uh, what's also known as the love hormone. Uh, Professor Kitsi, uh, Kikiusi is of the Azabayu University in Japan. I hope I'm saying those names somewhat properly. Uh, but great news, folks. You know, we've long known our dogs know when we are coming home. Now we know that they might just get emotional about it as well. We are all one life. We are all in this together and we're all working together. So it don't matter human or, or furry creature or creepy crawly creature or scaled creature. We're all part of the oneness of the world. And this next story is no different. Uh, I want to introduce you to Billy the cat. That's Billy and Billy's uh, not quite Billy's favorite human. But uh, but you'll hear that in a second. This is Sam Felstead. Now, Sam fell asleep and uh, experienced a cardiac experience during her sleep. Uh, Billy is her mother, Karen's cat. And the cat finds Karen most appealing. However, uh, the cat rushed to wake up Billy uh, or sorry, Billy the cat raced to wake up Sam and wake her up. She was able to yell to her mother, Karen. They got her into the hospital in time. The doctor said a couple more hours and they're not really sure what might have happened or not. Uh, both uh, Karen and Sam say that Billy is not normally a lap cat, wouldn't normally crawl up and uh, and try to wake up Sam from asleep. Uh, but Billy saved the day. Billy saved a life. Thank you, Billy, for being and doing what you do as a furry creature on this planet. See, we are really all in this to get to together. Wayne, I did not know that today was International Dog Day. Uh, I'm glad we did at least one dog story. We did a cat story. Now, how about we do an elephant story? Our great producer, Diego, I want to say thank you. Diego goes above and beyond every week to make sure we have the perfect stories. This is a, net, a short video clip. It would appear that uh, it, that a, a young child's shoe fell into an elephant enclosure and a rather old elephant who uh, I would say from the story has been around for a while, a uh, 25-year-old pachyderm grabbed the sandal and returned it. Diego grabbed the video for us and he's going to share that with us now. <laughs> Now I do believe that that elephant knows it's going to get itself a little treat 
for returning that sandal to that young lady, to that little young girl. Uh, but again, folks, I just love to celebrate the, the the bigger picture. I love to celebrate that we there are so many expressions of how we're all working together in this thing called life, uh, that we're all uh, bringing forward a vision of a world that works for all. We're going to do another segment here in just a moment. However, before we do, I want to say thank you to our sponsors and committed givers, those that make this network possible and help us all to do what we do here on the New Thought Media Network. Don't go anywhere. We got more news coming. Before that, let's say thank you to our committed givers and organizational sponsors. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Denver, for your continued support. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Midtown Atlanta, for your monthly contribution. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living North Jersey, for your monthly contribution. And please help us welcome OM Center for Spiritual Living in La Mesa, California. Thank you for your monthly donation. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living Seattle for your most generous donation. And a special thanks to Hefferlin Foundation for your generous technology grant. And Suze Ajit, thank you for your very generous donation. And a super special thank you to Dr. Tracy Brown, RSCP. Thanks for being a super donor. And a big shout out to all our committed donors. back with more of the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. It's Friday evening. Appreciate you being with us here tonight. All right, this next story, I want to say this one gets me because we had a conversation recently on one of my other programs, Ministers Talking Bleep, that uh, talked about the don't say gay law that has been passed in Florida and the ramifications of that. Well, this past week, six LGBTQ candidates uh, out and proud won their primaries in Florida. All of them oppose the don't say gay law. Uh, I think this is a great showing of how, regardless of our beliefs, folks, it all comes down to are we willing to get involved are we willing to stand up for what we believe? New Thought as a philosophy has long worked in the realm of human consciousness, and now we get to work in the realm of social action as well. I think this is a great step forward. I encourage everyone out there to vote, follow your heart, follow what you believe, and I trust that, that what you believe is affirming and life-affirming and moving us in the direction of affirming life. Congratulations to all the candidates out there in the United States that are stepping into their own sense of civil service and social justice. 
Hey, this story is is one of those ones that it seems like, wow, how obvious. Uh, Jamie Reese was at a friend's house in England not long ago when he collapsed uh, and, uh, and eventually died from a cardiac arrest. His mother uh, has been working diligently to get defibrillators into the areas where those defibrillators are available. Yes, Naomi Reese is it. Is it? Is it? Excuse me, Naomi. I apologize. Um, she started getting her friends and family involved. Now, what she found was there are defibrillators in various buildings, but those buildings are locked more often than they're open, and made it really impossible for anybody able to even get her son any help. Now, they say that if a cardiac arrest victim has help within seven minutes, they have a seventy percent chance of survival. Unfortunately, Jamie's son went 19 and a half minutes before paramedics were able to arrive. Uh, she started by asking for one defibrillator and uh, it kept going and it kept going. And currently they've raised over 14,000 US dollars to install defibrillators around the area. These will be, they, they've made the, uh, the move to have 20 of these and they'll be installed by January 5th, 2023 which is the one-year anniversary of the young man's passing, of Jamie's passing. So uh, what a great thing, Mom, that, you know, uh, we nobody wants to have to, to do these types of things in honor of their children. But kudos to you, Naomi, for, for doing what needed to be done and, uh, and supporting the people in the community in moving forward. Um, hopefully this will never have to happen again. Speaking of never have to happen again, uh, there's an Uber driver in Brooklyn that I'm pretty sure never wants to have his day repeat. Fritz Sam, 54, uh, was taking a passenger to LaGuardia Airport last week and noticed flames coming out of a four-story building out of the second story. Uh, he pulled over, uh, asked his passenger if it was okay to help. Uh, I obviously she said yes uh and it's the passenger that got the pictures here that you're looking at uh sam was able to uh, fritz excuse me fritz sam fritz was able to get into the building and help people evacuate from both the first and the second stories they're calling him a hometown hero in fact uh uber gave uh sam a one-year tesla rental for free and uh, gave them their hometown hero award. I'm sure that Mr. Mr. <laughs> I'm sure this man would rather never have that type of phone call. Uh, you never want to ride like that. So, Mr. Sam, kudos to you, sir. I appreciate you. I think you're great. And wow, what a great story! Runs into a burning building to uh, to help people make it out. I, I trust that if placed in a similar situation, spirit would move me to that same action. I don't know it because I've never been there, but I trust that it would happen. Speaking of which, I trust if the next story were to happen, spirit would move the right people as well. A woman in Georgia was saved by a football team recently, a high school football team. The Rome City football team was out in force. Uh, you're looking at Trevor Andrews, 16, Antoine Carey, 16, Caesar Parker, 16, Messiah Daniels, age uh, not listed, Tyson Brown, 17, and Alto Moore, 16. 
Uh, most of they were all heading to school together, except for Caesar. He was in his mom's car, uh, but there was an accident, and uh, all six of them stopped the the one full car and the other car, and they all jumped out, ran, and uh, and saved a woman's life. They we don't have a name here of the woman that was driving. However, uh, the team is proud. The community is proud. I stand proud. Uh, one of the young men told CNN, we ran as fast as we could to the lady, check on her to see if she was all right. We were seeing she was in pain and she's screaming and asking for help. We used all our muscles. We're pretty big people. We're strong. We play football. So we lift weights a lot. And the door was bent and broken. It all happened in within about a minute. However, they were able to get the woman free from the car. Kudos to you, young men. Thank you for being such great people on the planet. And thank you to everybody that's part of this network that's watching what we're doing here. Uh, I, I appreciate it. I know there's so many people all across the planet. You know, if you'd like to be a part of what we're doing here, send us an email, goodnews at ntmedia.org. If you see a good news story you think we should cover, drop me a message. Let me know throughout the week. We'll get your story covered in our Friday broadcast. Do remember that you can find links to this, to our stories into the description of today's shows and get you over, say hello to the goodnewsnetwork.org uh, and also sunnyskies.com uh, are two primary sources as well. There it is. Thank you, Diego. Say everybody share Give a big, huge shout out and a thank you to our producer, Diego. He keeps a lot of this running and uh, gives us all those great graphics that we get throughout the evening. All right. I'm Rev. Robert. I'm going to get out of here for now. I thank you for being with us. Tune in right after this. You come right back at six o'clock Mountain Time in just a half an hour for Friday's Fireside Chat with Pastor Michael Mangus. A look at the store of the week with the fireside chat and our evening prayers, 8 15 PM mountain time. We'll be back tomorrow morning with Sunday with Saturday science of mind and spirit speaker series as well. I'm Rev Robert. I love you until next time. I wish you peace and richest blessings. Bye now.